listening to the oneofus.net podcast network. One of Us is a podcast and video network funded all but entirely by donations and subscriptions. We do accept pitches for audio-based or banner ads, but on a case-by-case basis. If you are interested in that, contact us at oneofusnet at gmail.com. With the amount of audio and video content we generate, it is expensive and extremely time-consuming to keep things running. Please go to the webpage oneofus.net and sign up for a subscription at $2, 5 10 or $25 and get a ton of bonus content. One of us needs and appreciates all your support. Hooray! Delicious Volume 1, Life Tastes Good, is finally at Amazon United States. What is delicious, you ask? Imagine a land where all your favorite foods live as human girls. Here in charming a la carte, under the floating city of heavenly delight, we meet Ramen, a young cook trying to run a restaurant with her family of pastas as they end up in all sorts of wacky adventures and hijinks as these strong, eccentric characters pursue their dreams and passions. Delicious is a beautifully drawn comedy series, which is now finally available to buy in the United States. Click on the banner on one of us, order today, and join in the fun now, because Delicious Volume 2, Yum Yum Yum, is coming really soon. A perfect gift for your child, or those of you who are forever young at heart. One of us strongly recommends this one. Stand out above the crowd, even if I gotta shout out loud, till mine is the only face you'll see, gotta stand out till you notice me. Oh, hello there. This is Bradley Martin with the Screener Squad, and I was just referencing Atlanta Season 4 series finale season with me to talk about this. Very, uh, very, very sad actually to see this one go. I know that I'm a pretty big stickler for four or five seasons is enough, and things need to take their curtain call and move on. But this is kind of a heartbreaker because I feel like they were not just at the peak, but there was so many ways to go with this extremely absurdist comedy, and you know the kind of big ideas they have. <laughs> The big ideas this season were even better done than the most recent Black Mirror episodes, if I'm going to be completely honest here. So we say goodbye to Darius, Alfred, Ern, and Van. And to send them off with me today is someone who I believe had the lightest skin trifling ant ever. Doggett is with us. Atlanta Doggett. And someone who would never crank that soldier boy to end up on a murder list. Elliot is with us. Hello, hello. Oh, he totally made a video. (laughs) 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 And also we have someone who caught all the snipes as a kid. Easy. Gina is with us. Yes, hidey ho there, neighbors. So yes, that was a bit of an emotional beginning introducing this show. Um, Earn... Alfred, they've made it big time. Paperboy's huge name brand. The success, it's pretty much mundane at this point in their lives. So what does the show do? Uh, we go on incredibly wacky adventures with family misunderstandings. And Ern and Van have a, 
a beautiful heart to heart. And Darius, and Darius is Darius. Very helpful. It finally spirit. happened, Darius. You <laughs> lost your mind. Well, I love, like, Darius is just out to do something every day. And he's like the nicest guy there, but trouble always finds him. And this is through the whole season, actually. Oh my god, the lady? The entire series. He'll just show up to be helpful and suddenly, like, trouble will just stare him in the eyes and be like, I'm going to get you. I'm after you. (laughs) (laughs) From season one where he put up a dog to shoot it at the gun range and everyone took umbrage with that, even though, you know. Sometimes you got to shoot a dog. (laughs) (laughs) Not all the time. Not all the time. What did you all think of uh, the final season of Atlanta? I'm glad it ended on this high. It's, I, I, I'm glad it went out before we got tired of it. Imagine if Chappelle show went ten seasons. No, let's just be glad it went to. Yeah, that's a pretty good point. Yeah, I'm a huge Atlanta fan. I actually enjoyed season three, even though people didn't really enjoy kind of like the one-off episode style, I guess. But I enjoyed it. And season four, I just, I don't know. It feels surreal. It doesn't feel like it's over. Like. <laughs> it can't be over. We just got started, as you like to point it out, Doggett. Um, and Bradley. Like this was at its peak. Uh, but I think the way it ended was so satisfying <laughs> that uh I I just forgave it. For me, I'm just glad they didn't pull a Sons of Anarchy. Um, because that's an example of how a show doesn't have to go on for so long, but it ends very stupidly. You mean when Ern puts the gun to Al's head and like they're he's about to take the shot and suddenly the FBI barges in? Yeah. <laughs> you did. Right. You didn't like Charlie Hunnam Highway Jesus? No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, if he was one of the cameos. Bradley, you gotta chill. You gotta chill. <laughs> you're on your me tonight. I'm here oh for God. it. Yes. Yeah. Right. No. That 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 was horrible. But this. I don't even know where to start. There's so many episodes where it just completely defied my brain and I was here for it, especially the last episode. But for me, it was also the one where they always mess with Paperboy. He can never catch a break. I think that was the plot summary on Hulu. Something's always happening to Paperboy. Yeah, it, it really did. And he's my he's one of my top favorite characters. But this season, I actually like the way they, they built out his character arc as well. Um He's been a central character for me to relate to a lot. So, I mean, there's just so I can go on and on about this show. I'm you talk about you talk about Paperboy. They found they finally made Earn likable. Mm. <laughs> I don't know about that. I don't know. No, me and Bradley, me and Bradley had a synergy during that during that I, fucked I, up I episode. Earn. That fucked I mean, up therapy epi- therapy episode. Me and Bradley were both like, "That's the funniest shit I've ever seen in my life." Yeah, it, it was. I. I've always liked Ern, but I've always understood why people felt Ern isn't someone I'd want to be friends with, you know, that sort of energy. But he's just trying the best he can. Man, when he got his ass beat, it was so satisfying. Uh, that, that was great. That was season one, wasn't that's it? That's season two. That's the climax of season two. Yeah, that's a great episode. And the way he got back at him was even better. Not that I'm, you know, underhanded. Let's see what Elliot has to think about this particular season. What does the white man has to say about it? <laughs> A bit of discussion. Uh, A lot of cameos were last season. I feel they were not necessarily lacking this season, but 
What did you like about this season, Elliot? Uh, did you have any favorite episodes? This show is so great and so unique. Um, the Goof Who Sat by the Door, yes. which is this fake documentary <laughs> about um, uh, a goofy movie, which is a, a movie I saw only because I was exposed to it at uh, school and had always heard it was kind of this quasi-black movie. And this this fake documentary presumes, well, what if it really was? Fake. And uh, <laughs> it's really fantastic. Uh, that was that's that's one of the highlights of this season, and probably one of the top five episodes of the show. Um, yeah, that was a really good one. You know, the finale was great. Uh, there's a lot to be said and made about the finale. Yeah, I, I, I don't know, Brad. You said at the beginning this is hard to talk about, uh, and it is because my my review is this is just so great and fucking amazing and. And weird and really unlike any other TV show. It's got, you know, it's pulling from different places. I think a lot of people have compared this to Twin Peaks. Yeah. And it's it's just, it, it's it's it, it's a little bit Twin Peaks, but that's such an unfair comparison. It did Lovecraft Country better than Lovecraft Country. <clears throat> yeah, absolutely. Calm it down. Calm, sure. down. <laughs> Calm down. Calm <laughs> down. <laughs> Elliot, you were, you were winning my ticket. I was putting my vote in for you. Do you agree with that statement? I don't know now. <laughs> <laughs> Ten episodes for the final season. What did you all think of the, well, this isn't based on anyone real, but yes, it is, type of presentations for episode? Uh, a Mr. Chocolate, for example, who <laughs> controls all of his TV shows. <laughs> productions movies his entire empire from a speakerphone and in his office and he, he's like the voice of god over his act grits no longer affect me i mean this this episode did such a good job at making fun of that man that i'm not even sure i'm allowed to say who they were making fun of on the on the review will he come after us? there is a long history <laughs> of people making fun of tyler perry and it usually being pretty funny like, I don't know that many, like, right? times people have made fun of T- Tyler Perry where it doesn't hit, and this hits the most. Yeah, this, this actually, that was the episode I was going to talk about where this show has done quite well, uh, a sense of horror sometimes. Like, I felt this in the, I believe, last season where they were talking about the lake that was, the city below the lake, that opening scene. And then this gave me anxiety because Van, I'm a parent. <laughs> and every time she could not find her kid I was like what is happening like I was ready to I don't know they are able to capture in a very accurate way just like the subtle acting choices of each character they managed to build suspense really well in the most like subtlest of things would you, would you guys let your kids star in a Tyler Perry thing no no they abduct her Tyler Perry cast your kid her. as racist kid number five. Sets your kid up no. for life. Would you let him do it? What What does that even mean, dude? Set them up for life. That's just a term Hollywood uses so they could abuse youth and get cheap labor. It's not okay, and I love that they called it out. I'm fine. Mr. Chocolate abducts Lottie. He doesn't ask her, right? do you want to do this? He literally, his studio hands abduct her. I will have her. And everyone's afraid to go against what Mr. Chocolate says. So Van's just having to like actually assault security with some help to get her daughter back. It was a great episode. 
it might be the best episode of the season of a season full of great episodes. So that's a uh, Zazie think- Beats is Van. That was Ernest, Mister Chocolate, right? Sorry, it that was, was yeah, Donald, Glover. Donald Glover. Yes, it was. Donald Glover played Mr. Chocolate as well. <laughs> Ooh, he is close to an Eddie Murphy path. He doesn't. St- if he doesn't cool it. <laughs> I think one of my favorite moments came in Crank Dad Killer, which is an episode where Paperboy um, thinks that he's being hunted by a serial killer who is killing people uh, who made Soldier Boy videos back in the day. <laughs> It's just, just like a really absurd way to start an episode, but they just they they carry it so far. And uh, I, I maybe one of the funniest moments in TV I've seen in a while is when um, there's this weird side story going on with like an employee who works at this mall, and you don't know how that's going to tie in. And all of a sudden, there's like there's a shooting at the mall, and Paperboy is trying to escape, and <laughs> this employee they've been showing you is like a really big Paperboy fan. And comes around the corner just as Paperboy is trying to escape. Starts rapping his lyrics at him like, you know, like a really big fan. But in the middle of the shooting, and Paperboy just shoves him <laughs> through a wall of glass. <laughs> and, and like I couldn't stop laughing for like two minutes straight. Uh, <laughs> it's just incredible. I'm sorry. And, Eminem, Eminem said you had one chance, and he took it. When he passed off his tray to the girl, she was like, I don't even work here. Like, this is not even. (laughs) And the backstory, too him talking to this random character talking to his girlfriend, baby, my dreams, my dreams matter. And Paper said, No, they don't. (laughs) Well, he's not obligated to listen to him just because he has dreams. (laughs) So. Brian Tyree Henry is playing Alfred Paperboy Miles. And this is uh, the first exposure I had to him as a live performance. I know he's in the Spider-Verse as Miles' dad. Yes, he was in the Chucky reboot, too. Oh, was he? Yeah. I need to watch that. And he was was in Eternals. not that bad. Yes, and he was in Eternals also. And I'm one of the few people in the world, I think, that really loved Eternals. You know, kill your gods. Bradley, they killed Jesus. Why shouldn't you love it? No, 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 no. They killed the God of Abraham. That is not Jesus. We'll discuss this later. Read your dogma. I don't think we've talked about Darius, which is Lakeith Steinfeld. Yeah. Did you have any favorite Darius moments? Uh, One of my all-time favorite characters in any sitcom is Darius. The way he talks, the way he makes friends with people. Can I measure your tree? Like, remember that? Like, no. No, Bradley, the the obvious answer is the show's introduction to the next universal monster, which is woman in wheelchair wielding a knife. Yeah. (laughs) Is the the funniest I've ever seen in my life. And I don't think it'll ever be topped. She was in a rascal, by the way. A rascal. Was a Even rascal. more dangerous. Longer battery life. <laughs> How long did she follow him before he found, like, a stairs? It was like the mummy. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'll say about Darius. I know if clear that I like this season a lot. But it's so great. They opened with Darius and they ended with Darius. Which I was just like, touche, sir. Uh, but for me, it was Crank That Killer when they was trying to get them shoes. <laughs> 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 See, 
See, I feel I feel really seen by that because if someone said well, you got to kiss your friend, I would hand to God, I'd turn to my friend and be like, I guess we're kissing. And I know yeah. my friend would be like, No, we're not. You wouldn't wait for him to finish the offer. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and I think that's the first time I think Ern probably said like something close to a yes with him. Yeah, um, but that was actually one of my favorites. Like every time Darius is on screen, any episode that centers around his perspective is to me is always the best ones. So, and this season, yeah. continue that tradition expertly. Now, before we get into final thoughts, and this is what I was like, I'm not sure I know how to talk about this. I live in a small town in Canada, and I literally walk to the post office. Nah, you're the blackest guy I know, Brad. Yeah. Does this season say anything about our time and our culture as North Americans? I'm shoehorning myself into this, you know? Probably not. I mean, they they did a chicken sandwich episode from Popeye's. <laughs> did you, was that real? Is that real that yes. Popeye's chicken was invented by an Italian yeah, for no, real? Well, I don't know about that. <laughs> no. no. So, all right. All right. Let me stop this before it becomes a train wreck. So... <laughs> No, uh, Popeye's is no longer, I don't think it ever was, but for some time it probably was, it's no longer black owned. So that was the whole point of like, okay, you, you, it speaks a lot about just what gets commodified is like <laughs> black culture, right? We don't even own. And then it gets sold to us. You know, it's some coon, it's calling out coon shit, but you know. Man, I wanted some Popeye's afterwards <laughs> though. I sure did, and I would have got a, a, a chicken sandwich, too, because I ain't eating no damn blowfish. Get away from me. No, that's how Homer almost died in The Simpsons. Now, I ask yeah. you, Bradley, is that actually true about uh, sushi places or stuff? Like, it's served at room temperature, and they don't wear gloves? Because uh, cause white people eat sushi? Yeah. Yeah, it's called uh, the fugu fish. It's a puffer fish, and if it's not cut correctly by a master, you could get seriously oh, sick. Oh, that's, that that's what Homer ate. Yeah, and I do enjoy sushi. You are correct. I just wanted to sound different. So let's carry that into our final thoughts. Uh, Elliot, would you start, please? Yeah, I'm going to keep it short. I mean, this this is one of the greatest shows of all time. You know, that was true a long time ago. It's it's only gotten more true. Um, this, the, you know, there is a reason that I think this cast has really seen a, a rise in all of their careers since this show started. Um, not just Donald Glover, but Brian Tyree Henry, as we already talked about, Darius, uh, of course, was uh, a big in Get Out and has been in a lot of other stuff as well, including um, he was in Knives Out. Sazzy Beats also has a big career, and I think a lot of that is due to the fact that this show is so smart and all of them are so good in it. Um uh, yeah, I, I I absolutely love this show. I love this season. Uh, I, I want to give special shout out to Kiro Mirai, who's been a director since the beginning and directed probably most of the episodes in the show. Um, Stephen Glover is Donald Glover's brother and has been, I think, the main writer on the show since the beginning. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. yeah, my kudos to them. The show would just not be what it is without them. Uh, this is going to be 10 out of 10 shoe sellers in a van <laughs> very nice <laughs> alright Gina I don't know why I laugh at the most inappropriate things in that show um, <laughs> I, in regards to your question I think this show 
in particular to black culture or North American culture, I, I it's definitely not appreciated enough. It's it's one of those shows that people are going to look back and they're going to be like, why didn't we appreciate it when it was there? Um, because it's able to juggle so many different themes from this, like the, from the cinematography to the topics that they talk about to the philosophies they cover to the character building. Like this is a masterclass on how to juggle creativity with intellectualism and not come off as pretentious and then still be about just how it feels to be black, which is crazy. Like no show me personally, I've seen up until this prime age of 35 and I love my so-called life. Okay. Uh, has caught, has like ever captured just the surrealism. Yeah, fuck you, Lovecraft Country. <laughs> right? Well, I mean, no, I still love Lovecraft Country. They're two different shows. Though. No, we both agreed. It's fine. Yeah, yeah, no. It's just, and like Elliot brought up, it's the entire writing crew. It's the directors. They're, they did such an amazing job. This is just a all-out great crew, and I wish I was in the room when they were creating this. So um, I did Molly Negative, and this is for you, Bradley. Uh, the pacing sometimes was a little bit off in Snipe Hunt. I wish that was more impactful than what it was. Um, the emotional beat in there was very odd. <laughs> uh, but yeah, overall, I would give this a 10 out of 10 times. Um, <laughs> I just wanted to hug Paperboy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I really, <laughs> I just wanted to give him a hug. <laughs> Dog it. What can I say about one of the best seasons of a television show this year? In a year full of fantastic television from every corner of the world, Atlanta still climbs above it and just gives me the hardest laughs, even gets me to tear up. Or tells, teaches me new information, like the factual Goofy documentary. It It's just, <laughs> it's overflowing with so much talent and promise. All these actors are fantastic actors, and I've seen them all in such terrible movies. And so to, so to, to get a chance to see them in, like, the best show ever made, it's just a pleasure. This show is so good. I'm not even mad at Keith Stanfield for Death Note. It's like, it's it. This show just just washes away everybody's sins, and I I love it for it. This is this is the this will be a rewatch show on my library for a very long time. I'm gonna give this ten out of ten kisses. Hey, so same. I love this show. I've loved every season. Uh, one episode from each season has pretty much changed the way I view things. And it sucks that it's over. I'm actually kind of mad. Because there's still so much potential for these characters. I usually don't do this over TV. I'm like, things end. You know, get over it. I mean... Uh, A cash grab, you might say. <laughs> yeah. Like, anyone here who's used to watching anime, it's not this. This has an ending. It's not like Attack on Titan, where there's two chapters left to tell, and they're like, okay, we can stretch okay. three seasons out of that, right? Let's stretch that out and really water it up and dumb it down. Anyways. <laughs> 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 uh, 
I still watch a Goofy movie annually. That's one of me and my wife's favorite uh, Disney movies. I never made the connection of that. Hi, Dad Soup. Or that... Um, well, you weren't Goofy. Freaking... You, were, you were Pete. <laughs> no, my kid respects me. Like, how hard does that scene go? And there's no, there's new context to it now. I'm so excited to see what Hiro Mirai and Donald Glover and this entire cast does next. I know that Hero's uh, directing Barry, so very excited for that show to come back. And Donald Glover, wh- whatever he wants to do, I feel like he should just be able to walk and be like, hey, so I'm going to do this now. And they should be like, yes, sir, Mr. Glover, right away, Mr. Glover. <laughs> and like you like you said, Doggett, is he slowly going to turn into Mr. Chocolate? Who knows? <laughs> so, yeah, I, I adore this show, and it's free with subscription on Disney Plus in Canada, so I'll probably be rewatching it annually like a lot of my beloved tv shows so i too will give this 10 out of 10 homely little horses